Robert Dahl, and welcome to the Hip Hop in the After Hours podcast. Hey y'all, what up? It's your girl Platinum B, and welcome to another episode of Hip Hop in the After Hours, my 24th episode. That's crazy, y'all. I'm on my 24th episode of this podcast. Um, to everybody who's tuned in every week and listened, um, I appreciate you. Thank you to everybody who has just discovered this podcast. Welcome. And I appreciate you. Don't forget, I put out episodes every Monday, um, whether it's Weezy Mania for the Lil Wayne fans, or if you just want to learn more about him, or the regular um, episodes. Um, please don't forget to share and subscribe. And um, when you share, it really helps my podcast grow. So uh, share, share, share. Um, I appreciate y'all. Um, it's already March, y'all. I hope we have a great month and a great week ahead. And, um, yeah, I thought this month, or the, this podcast, we would talk about something that popped into my head randomly. I don't know why. Y'all, this is why I say hip hop and yapper. A lot of stuff randomly pops in my head. Um, and this is one of them. And I thought I'd be talking about streaming and hip hop and how it affected it. So, I'm 28 years old, so I had my memory growing up with CDs and streaming. And uh, streaming didn't really start. Like, like my first experience with streaming was around 2008. They didn't call it streaming then. But uh, I was on a special braille machine for the blind called a Pacmate. Basically, it's like a computer with a, instead of a um, visual screen, it's a braille display on the um, bottom of it, and the braille keyboard on the top. And it's a note taker for blind people. And so there was an option on my thing, on my, my braille machine. Um, it's called a Pacmate. Because there's more than other note takers, like I said, another story. Um, there was an option that said listen to well, something.fm for free. So I remember pressing enter on it, and it gave me, you know, options to search for artists, genres, or whatever. So I remember searching for hip hop. And again, I didn't know that was called streaming at that time. Uh, they didn't call it streaming. They just said listen. And so that was basically my first experience. I remember, like, hearing stuff before it was even on the radio. And I'd always be, like, in my head, I'd be like, ha, I heard this before everybody else. I don't know, I was weird that way. And so, yeah, that was my, basically, my first experience ever with streaming that I can remember. And it was a pretty awesome experience, because I found a bunch of music. So I found about a bunch of music. Like, not only did I find stuff I heard way before the video, like, I remember hearing Akon um, right now. I don't know if you guys remember that song. I remember hearing that before it was even on the radio. 
I remember hearing, I think it was a Kanye West song. I don't remember exactly which one. Words on the radio. You know? <laughs> that's crazy. I remember, John, like, that's what I was doing, like, a lot, like, because I was up late at night around men, too. And either I was on the Lil Wayne forums, streaming, which, again, I didn't call it streaming on my brown note taker. Or um, downloading music that I wanted to have on my thumb drive. That's what I was really doing late at night. Around that time. And I even found like a bunch of old school songs. I'm like, oh man. Because I never, like, they don't really, they didn't play them on the old school segment they had around that time. I don't remember hearing them play those songs, and I remember discovering them. I'm like, this is dope. So I ended up downloading those, and I have those. Not only that, but I found, like, a lot of, like, um, what's it called? Reggaeton, uh, music. A lot of, like, Daddy Yankee. Uh, Daddy Yankee songs. You know, um, I, I found them with Akon on it. I'm like, what the hell? And I, I still have that song to say in another song. It was just him in Spanish, but it was so dope. Um... You know, that's the cool thing about streaming, when you discover a lot of stuff you wouldn't, like, if you listen to mainstream radio or, or just for buying a CD. See, that's the advantage of streaming. And, again, that was my experience with streaming. Now, apparently, Spotify or Pandora, one of them, started in 2009. And I didn't discover this until I got my iOS devices. But I was streaming in 2008 on a brown note picker. That's crazy. Now, has streaming affected hip-hop? Good and bad. Yes. So, let's get the bad things out of the way. Right? In 2005, I remember, like, I remember this thing, because I, I paid attention to the, what they were saying about Lil Wayne on a uh, documentary, but I think 2005 was probably like, before 2008 when Wayne told me Carter 3 was, like, the biggest, um, like, actual physical record CD sale, uh, numbers. Um, since, like, that was, like, the last biggest actual physical CD sale until 2008. And I think that's what had caused the, I don't know if anybody, um, remembers this, but I do. It was the 50 Cent versus Kanye West feud, and it wasn't a bad feud, it was just a friendly competition. They were going to see who sold the most records. And they got on BET and they were promoting it. I remember because it was like three CDs coming out. It was that year, 2007. It was Chameleon Air, and then 50 Cent, and then Kanye, I think it was. I know Chameleon Air was first. And I remember because I had, um, you know, my parents go out and get those CDs for me. And... I remember, I don't, I think that's what it was. It was because they were trying to get more record sales because 
around that time, streaming was like a thing yet, but like people were downloading off iTunes, and I don't think around that time they were actually counting that as um, sales for albums in a sense selling the actual album. And around that time too, singles in hip hop, probably in music, were a huge deal. So nobody was really like caring about the albums and everything else. So I remember that happening. And then around 2008, I think, wait, who won the war? I think, was it 50 or Kanye? I can't remember, but um, it, it was a flying competition war. I liked both of them. I bought both CDs. But, um, in 2008, when Lil Wayne dropped the Carter 3, which I will be doing a podcast episode on around the anniversary date, um, in the summer, when that album came out, Wayne sold over a million records. Physical. I don't know, I don't remember exactly how many, like, actual iTunes downloads he sold, but as far as I know, and they keep repeating it, because it's such a huge deal. Lil Wayne sold over a million records in one week of the Carter 3. And nobody else is doing that at this time. Nobody else could do it at this time. Not Kanye, not Eminem, not 50 Cent, or whoever else is popular on that time. Nobody else did that but Wayne. That's crazy. And again, streaming was just barely popping up. This is when iTunes was a huge thing. Singles were a huge deal, right? Okay, so let's fast forward to when streaming was popping off with Pandora, Spotify, and everything, right? Now, when I first heard the word streaming... It would probably be in like 2014, but obviously I had started streaming with Pandora was like my first, besides the one I told you all about on the brown machine I had. Um, on my iOS devices, on my iPad, Pandora was the first ever like official popular streaming service I had ever um, used. And I still love that thing. Um, that was my first thing that I had. He was, no, 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 you know what? I remember the first time I heard streaming was probably in 2011. Because I listened to, um, like I said, I switched here where I live. I switched from my local radio station to, um, the one in New Orleans. And so the first time I heard streaming was when I listened to, um, a station in New Orleans. And they said, stream our station on, on iHeartRadio. They were already doing this in 2011, 2012. I remember hearing that. That was like the first time I ever heard about that stuff. But, you know, like I said, the first time I used actual streaming app, like, like you know, Pandora and all that, was around that time, too. That was Pandora and iHeartRadio were like my first ones. And I didn't have iHeartRadio app around that time. I was on my computer, but it was still streaming. And that's my experience with streaming. But when it comes to effects, 
in your pop. Now, for the bad things, for a while it was affecting hip hop because the album sales were down. They were so low. Um, for a while they weren't even counting streams and sales in hip hop. I don't think it was until 2015 or 2016 when they actually started counting them. So, the only sales they were counting were the iTunes album downloads or singles and the actual album, physical album downloads. Um, and that affected a lot of these artists. Big time. And... I mean, of course, everyone's like, so they're rich anyway. But, I mean, it still does affect them, you know. And I noticed around that time, and they still do it now. Like, when they when they sell their albums, they actually put merchandise with their items. Or merch, as we call it. Um, So, now that they do that, that counts with their actual album sales. That's how they were making more money to get more money off the album was, was with merch and, and of course touring. Touring always helps uh, sales for, for album, whether it's streaming or actually physical. But they were doing that. And like I said, that was, you know, some of the bad things was that they were not counting streaming. As actual album sales to like 2015, 2016. So that's a struggle for a while. And I think the last actual physical album I bought was 20, not even that I bought, I had gotten for Christmas was 2014, Nicki Minaj. Um, I'm pretty bad because um, I have all of Nicki's stuff physically except for 28 album Queen, 2018 album Queen. Um, same with Wayne. I I need to get Carter Five on a physical album um, because I have all of his others on actual CDs. And the only reason I want to really even do this now is just to have his collector's items. And I would never sell them. I just gotta do that. But um, just for me, you know, because what if something does happen to streaming or 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 the iTunes albums, you know, technically they're not, even though they we're buying them, they're technically not really ours. So, you know, streaming sales were very, it was a big issue with that, and I think, like, even the producers weren't getting money, and the actual songwriters weren't getting money, so it was a huge deal. I remember uh, seeing a lot of stuff on the news about that, and then, they finally started counting the streaming sales. So now we're hearing, oh, well, I don't know. I'm going to use a random rapper, uh, Future. I love Future, by the way. Future sold, I don't know, I'm going to make a number like 1 million records, basically 1 million streams. I think a certain amount of streams is like a certain amount of sales of an album. So, yeah, that that really messed up uh, the music industry and the artists. And now, I don't know. It's um, it's just interesting how things go. And like I said, don't get me wrong, I love streaming. The only thing that sucks about it for me, 
as a person who's actually, you know, listening to it, like, because I'm an artist too, let's get that straight and a little pause here for a second, um, on my birthday party last weekend, a lot of people, a few people were asking me if I still rap and stuff, and my answer is yes, I'm focusing right now mostly on the podcasting and, you know, the music production side, but the artistry side of me will never go away, ever. I love being on stage, I love playing music, that'll never go away, ever. So, um, yeah, with that said, I just remember things being really weird and crazy around that time. And, um, you know, the good things with streaming, well, now they count. Well, that's a good thing. And what's cool about it is, like, when you listen to, like, SoundCloud or Pandora or whatever other service you listen to, Spotify. Well, a lot of these artists can actually upload their music on these services now. Or they can put them on iTunes. So you'll be listening to a, a certain rapper station, like let's say for me, I'll be listening to Nicki Minaj or Lil Wayne or whoever, right? And all of a sudden they hear this random song, I don't know who it is. And then you look and you're like, oh. I've never heard of this dude. Basically, you're just discovering new music because that artist came up on that streaming service right after in that same station. That's the cool thing about streaming and hip hop is you can discover new artists and then they get a fan base off that. Cool thing about streaming is that there's a lot more freedom um, with streaming because. You can literally upload your music on the streaming platform and say, hey, go check me out on YouTube. Go check. Instead of, here, you, instead of handing out your thumb drive or your CDs to these record companies, which are hard to even get a hold of or even and get in touch with, you can put it online, and if you get a great enough following, and you're talented, they'll see you. I mean, that's the dopest thing about streaming artists or streaming now, is that a lot of these artists, you know, we have it better in a way. That's the dope thing about streaming. And as a listener, you know, because I'm still working my way up, I can discover new artists as I'm listening to, you know, my favorite artists in general. And then once I discover the artist, it kind of snowballs. And you're like, oh, well, I like this song. And then you just, like, discover them. And you just kind of, like, start following from there. You know? And that's the dope thing about streaming to me is that we just have a lot more freedom and a lot more... We have to be a lot more creative in a way, um, but it's still better because from what I've heard how Wayne and other older artists got started and how they had to do things, 
like for us, hustling and getting our music out there is so much easier because of all this technology. But <laughs> I um another thing I'm going back and forth, y'all. So I hope it's not confusing. Another thing that sucks about streaming, though, mixtapes and streaming. Remember how I told y'all everybody thinks like when Drake put out his uh album with Future, everyone was calling it a mixtape. Or when Wim put out his free Weezy album, everyone was calling it a mixtape. And these were only streaming on Tidal and on Apple Music or whatever the case was. And so the confusion is what's a mixtape, what's an album? Well, I told you what a mixtape is. And that's the, that's the confusing part. Because even, like, when you do actually put a mixtape out on these actual mixtape services, they stream them now. And I'm so used, because, again, Wayne was the one I was, you know, looking out for unofficial mixtapes, unofficial mixtapes, and Nicki Minaj, angry, whatever, right? And the weekend. Well, these guys, I used to download all of their mixtapes. Now, for example, Lil Wayne's No Ceilings 3 that came out in November, December. Don't get me wrong, I love that mixtape. But it's so weird, right? So, side A, I can only stream, I can't download it. I, I, y'all, I had to go online and Google. Will Wayne No Ceiling Site A download? Or I had to look on the forums because some people would have a better sounding quality of the mixtape there. But that's what I had to do for that one. But then Site B lets you download it. It's so confusing and I don't understand. And, and keep in mind, y'all, this mixtape was put out on actual mixtape site. Got this. Got this site of 2005. And they started out with downloading, downloading music. So it's so weird to see like that this and, and other mixtapes, like streaming mixtapes now. It's like, why can't you have both streaming and downloading? Because that's what mixtapes are for, to download. So that's one sucky thing about streaming to me. It's confusing at times. Um... And you know, and another sucky thing too is like a lot of these subscriptions, not even with just music in general, but like with, um, you know, all of these TV streaming options. You have Hulu, you have, um, Netflix, but all of these cost a subscription. Disney Plus, which is probably my favorite, um, my, at least right now, until. Until Nickelodeon has her own Nick Rewind uh, streaming service. Right now, my favorite streaming service is Disney Plus because I can watch all the stuff I used to when I was younger. But all these cost subscriptions. Either that, or you just have to watch with ads. Like, same with YouTube. But, like I said, streaming has also given you the freedom to watch things and listen to things. 
when you want and whatever you want. Like you don't have to wait for the radio to play a certain song on, on, on your favorite art rapper or whatever. No, you can literally just go search on your streaming service. You can search Apple Music or whatever. You can search for Lil Baby Whoa and it'll come up right away. Like, you don't have to wait for it to play on the radio anymore. You know, and I know if there's any radio DJs out there, um, that's probably, you know, affected the radio side of things, too. Um... Might be interesting to look up, but you know, like I said, there's great things about streaming, and there's bad things about streaming that affect hip hop. You know, not even just hip hop, but music in general or or uh, TV in general. But um, yeah, I can't tell you. Like, I have Pandora, I have TuneIn, I have Spotify, which I don't. Um, I like Spotify. It's dope, but uh, it I it's the thing is with all these subscriptions. That's that's my only issue for streaming. So like, not everybody has the money to pay for all these things. I mean, it all adds up eventually. So. Um, like I said, I have all kinds of streaming services. All kinds. Um. But yeah, that that's kind of my take on uh, streaming and hip-hop and good and bad effects of it. Um. I don't know. I kind of wonder how long streaming will be happening. Like I said, I don't have an issue with it. Um. But, you know, like the iTunes downloads, that lasts too long. At least not, but I don't remember how long it lasted. But, um, I don't know. I hope this lasts a long time and whatever comes next as far as music goes, I hope it doesn't mess up hip-hop or other artists in general because it's messed up. It's just crazy how that could really screw up an artist's um, money and, and, and job, you know, because that's what it is, even though it, it looks fun and, and stuff, and it, I mean, it probably, it is, I'm sure it is, because, I mean, to me, making beats and, and edit, editing audio and getting songs off mixtapes and making them sound better, that is fun to me, you know, and, um, but it still is a job, because you get paid for it. Eventually, I will. But it's it's just crazy because it affects their job like that. But um, whatever comes next, after streaming, I hope that they learn lessons from streaming and that they'll take with them and make sure that the artists and producers and songwriters and whoever else gets paid right. And um, that way labels don't have issues and, and other things like that. But, yeah, that's my take on um, streaming and effects of hip-hop and good and bad and everything else. 
Uh, tune in next time for the next episode of Hip Hop in the After Hours. Don't forget, I put out episodes every Monday. Um, don't forget, share and subscribe, and I'll see you next week. Peace.